Welcome to Eventive Entrepreneurs, the podcast for business inspiration, featuring innovative entrepreneurs sharing their stories, best practices, and actionable tips, sprinkled with my favorite topic, event planning advice to build community and grow your business. I'm your host, Sarah Brush. Let's get this party started. Hey everyone, welcome to this bonus episode of the podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about what not to do when you're planning an event or hosting an event. So I'm going to give you 10 tips. So let's get started. Number one is having an everything will be perfect mindset. Yes, it is great to be positive and to feel like you've planned everything perfectly and there isn't going to be any problems, but a lot of times that's just not the case. So it's really important to have a backup plan for potential challenges that may arise. And this will also reduce your stress. So you know you've carefully thought through all of the things that could happen and what your plan B will be. Number two is make sure to poll and survey your community to see what they would find as valuable for content and experiences at your event. This way you'll feel really confident in what you deliver. And you're not gonna take everybody's suggestion, but it's always great to just see what your potential attendee is really looking for your event so you can consider it and incorporate it into your event if it makes sense. Number three is you definitely do not want to kick off your event with a negative experience. And a lot of times this has to do with the registration process. So if you have guests checking in that are waiting a long time to get their room or to check into your registration desk, that is a challenge and that is not something that you want to do when you're starting your experience with your attendees. So a lot of times using like paper lists that aren't organized alphabetically, things like that will just delay the process and there's such little details that could be fixed that you really want to look at the way that you can streamline your registration process, make sure that you're using technology that's going to be quick and easy to check people in, make sure you have smiling, happy people at the registration desk. You just want to really have a wonderful experience for this first touch point. Number four is do not plan and spend as you go on your budget. Ensure you do the research and take into consideration all of the areas that you will need to allocate funds. You don't want to forget about taxes, gratuity, and service fees. So start at the beginning and make sure you have a really good budget planned out for all of the different areas that you're going to spend money and you can adjust as you go, but that's very important to have organized and researched in advance so you don't have any surprises throughout your event planning process. And number five is avoid picking an event venue because you think it looks amazing if it doesn't meet the event needs. So you can look at this in terms of, does it have the meeting room space you need? Does it have enough sleeping rooms? Does it fit within your budget? Is the food and beverage reasonable for the prices that you're looking for? How do they set up the fees for AV? And then also, is it accessible to your attendees? So where is it located? Is it far from where most of your attendees are coming from? Is it hard to park there? Do they have valet parking? There's a lot of these type of things that you want to look into just to make sure that the event venue is not just the vibe that you're looking for and the look, but that it also meets your needs in terms of these other areas. Number six is do not think bad weather will not happen to you. So you always want to have a bad weather backup in your contract if you have an outside space. 
This has happened to me at plenty of events where it's either very windy or it starts to rain and you really have to make a call about moving your event pretty early in the day or even the night before just to make sure the hotel has time to set up. So make sure that's outlined in your contract so you don't end up in a situation where you don't have anywhere to go if the weather is not well. Most hotels and event venues will make sure that you have that because they know that's you know something very important for them as well as you. Number seven is remember the importance of communicating with attendees on site. So there's possibility that you might have changes, let's say to the agenda or breakout room locations. How are you gonna tell your attendees? So either using a mobile app, texting, or giving updates in a general session are good options if you have you know, one main get together where everybody is there that you can share that information. So just make sure before you go on site that you have a plan and how you're gonna communicate with attendees if something changes. Number eight is not everything is always printed as you submitted it. So you wanna have a plan to print things like badges if someone's name is not spelled correctly. This is just a little detail, but it's a huge deal to the attendees. And I have some crazy stories about badges being wrong. When we were at an event that was actually in Costa Rica and we had to get new badges shipped because we didn't have the capability to print with the design that we had on site. So there's always these little things that can become very big issues. So just make sure you take that into consideration. Number nine is don't underestimate the importance of the small and impactful details. Things like labeling food items for those with allergies, going out of your way to mingle with attendees so they feel welcome. Let's say it's someone's birthday or special occasion. You wanna send something to their room or call that out to make them feel really special. For example, you know, we've been at incentive trips where we know it's somebody's anniversary. So we'll send something really special like a dessert with a happy anniversary message to their room when they're at an activity. So they'll see it when they get back. And those are just little things, but they're huge memories that people just absolutely love. And let's say you have an attendee that's having a challenge at the event and maybe isn't so happy about something, just make sure you really go out of your way to help them feel better and make the situation better. So that's what they remember versus the item that they were upset about. And finally, number 10 is don't forget to keep the momentum and excitement going for your event after it's over. So this can be sharing a lot of the content that was created at the event. You may wanna send out recordings of some of the breakout sessions, do some social media posts around some of the quotes from some of your keynote speakers, make sure that you do a survey and gather all of the feedback from your attendees. And I also love to ask in the surveys for an attendee to provide a quote that I can use to promote the event in the future. So these are just some great ways to keep the excitement going for your event. I hope you enjoyed this short and sweet episode, and I hope this helps with your event planning. I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at Event of Brush and in our private Facebook group where we continue this conversation. All of these details are listed in the episode notes. Your time is valuable, and I appreciate that you spent it with me.